first came, God has been talking to us on the subject, fulfilling God's purpose for your life. First came, and so yesterday, God began to lead us on what we need to do, on what we need to do to fulfill God's purpose for our life. And yesterday, the first thing we learned was that we must give up our own personal will for God's perfect will. If truly you want to fulfill what God has for you, you must give up your own personal will. And we understand that uh, to fulfill your purpose, you must be ready for, for God to interrupt your divine plan. Your personal visions, oh, this is what you want to do. You must be ready for God to step in because most of the time, most if you look at you know, all the people that God used and they fulfilled their purpose, God's plan for their life, they were people that God interrupted their plan. They were not, they were not, they were not looking at, they were not heading in, in one that in that particular direction until God interrupted them. I pray this morning for every one of you that have come to seek God, including myself. If anyone is heading in the wrong direction, this morning, God will interrupt your plans. And his perfect will will be done in your life. In the name of Jesus. And then I will need somebody to read Ecclesiastes. So I'm going to read 1 Kings 19 from verse 19. Then I will need somebody else to read the book of Ecclesiastes, uh, chapter 9, the, the chapter after Prover, and then verses 10. Now, I read First Kings, chapter 19, from verse 19. So he departed thence and found Elisha, the son of Shaphat, who was plowing with 12 yoke of oxen before him. And he with the twelve, and Elisha passed by him and cast his mantle upon him. And he left the oxen and ran after Elijah and said, Let me, I pray thee, kiss my father, kiss my father and my mother. Then I will follow thee. And he said unto him, Go back again, for what have I done to thee? And he returned from him and took a yoke of oxen and slew them and boiled the instruments of the oxen. And they did eat. Then he arose and went after Elijah and ministered unto him. He arose and went after Elijah and ministered unto him. Then he arose and went after Elijah and ministered unto him. It was a call of purpose. And so he couldn't deny it. Who is in Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 10? Whatever my hands finds to do, I must do with all my mind. Now, what it takes to fulfill God's purpose for your life. Number two, 
be productively engaged. Everyone that <clears throat> that would everyone that that fulfill God's plans for their life, God's purposes for their life, there were people who were engaged in something productively. They were actively involved in something. They were not lazy people. So in order to fulfill God's purposes for your life, what must you do? Be productively engaged in life. Don't wake up in the morning without any sense of what to do for that day. Don't wake up in the morning having zero knowledge or even sense of direction for your life. Be productively engaged from this story. And God had told Elijah in the secret of how he should anoint an, a man called Elisha in his stead to be the next prophet. And God told him where to find Elisha. God knows where to find you. You just be faithful. You don't need to struggle to be known. God knows how to single you out. God knows, even he knows your address. Have you seen oftentimes? One time he told Moses, he said, tomorrow morning, very early in the morning, rise, go and meet Pharaoh by the bank of the river. Say, ah, this God. What has not happened? <laughs> he knows it. He knows where to find Pharaoh. And Pharaoh will be surprised and say, ah, you this Moses boy, how come again you appear here? How do you know I'm here this early morning? God, he knows your address. Do you know that the steps you are going to take in the next 30 years, everything, he knows it. So he knows where you are. And his power can single you out for favor. How about uh, Mephibosheth, who was in Lodiba? God singled him out. Elisha, nobody knew about Elisha. But the, from, from this credential, we could see that Elisha he, he was, was a son of a farmer. And he was playing with 12 yokes of oxen. He's like having 12 tractors. And this man was a, was a very busy, productive man. Some people are busy, but busy doing nothing. Ask them, why didn't you come to church? Oh, I was very busy. What are you busy at? They can't explain it. Don't just be busy, but busy doing nothing. But be busy doing something productive. Something that heaven will be proud of. Something that you yourself in the future, you'll be proud of. If you look at what you do daily, whether you go to work, you go to school, is it something productive that gives you joy? That you can say, Lord, I thank you that I have something that I'm doing. So anyone that will fulfill God's purpose for ease or alive, one thing we know about them, they are people who are actively engaged. If you check the history of the Bible, like we see in the case of Elisha, God does not call lazy people. A lazy man cannot fulfill God's purpose for his life. Everyone that fulfills God's purposes for their lives must be found doing something worthwhile. You must be found some, if you are, at least you must be engaged. 
maybe working in an office, uh, maybe you are into a business, you know, I mean, good business. Uh, maybe you are, you are, you, there's a venture in your hand, there's a dream you are accomplishing. Don't just fold your hand like this every morning and say, well, I will read God's purpose for my life. No, you must be doing something with your life. Now, uh, we have many other examples. All our fathers in the faith, they were people found doing something. At least let's use our father and the Lord Pastor E. Adeboe. He was a university professor with PhD in mathematics. So he was actively involved. In fact, he talks about one day before he went fully into doing the work of God. He said he came back from the university that he normally goes back home for lunch in the afternoon. And so, of course, you know, he has gone to his secular work. And he said that uh, there was also, you know, he needed as well, there was a crusade they had, I think somewhere in Ore, now for those of us from Nigeria. And so that he had, so he said after he finishes from school, you know, he had to get ready and get ready for that crusade. So these were men who were actively involved in something productive. Now, and many other examples, even in our contemporary day, they were men who were busy in their profession. Brethren, what are you busy doing? Is it productive? Even if you are in school, be productive with it. Elisha, purpose was coming to look for him, but he was doing something. If you don't have what to do, you can, you can go ahead and begin evangelism. You know, when you wake up in the morning, you must have a sense of direction. What am I going to accomplish today? As a student, not just that, oh, you are taking courses. What else are you doing to help your destiny? What else are you doing to help your future? What other productive ventures are you involving that will help you and that will help everyone that God called? Are you talking about Peter? Peter was fishing. He wasn't sleeping when Jesus came to locate him. Peter was found at his business center by the side of the sea. If God comes now, sent an angel, where would they find you today? Where would they find you today? Would they find you? Would the angel find you productively doing it with God, walking in that which God has committed to your hand? And everybody, God has committed something into your hand. How about the Elisha? He was a farmer. He was busy in his father's farm. Uh, do you want to tell me about Joseph? Oh, Joseph. In fact, he, he, he's, one of the, he's one of the young men, one few young men in the Bible that served the Lord with the whole of his heart. This boy was busy with his father's farm work as well. He was really, he was busy with it. Until his father sent him, go and meet your brother, go and give food to him. So he was engaged. And in the process, purpose found him. Even though, you know, he went through a lot. But the good news is that he finished well. You and I will finish well in the name of Jesus. Uh, uh, how, about, uh, how about David? King David was, was productively engaged in his father's business. 
He was looking after the sheep. Remember, they are they even forgot him in the forest. They forgot him. They didn't know whether any uh, lion had you know uh, killed him. But he was there. The spirit of God was there with him. So David was there. If David was not called in the midst of, he wasn't playing soccer around, or he wasn't sitting down and gisting in the afternoon or in the morning with his friend in the neighborhood. When Samuel came, where was he? He was in the bush with the sheep. Everyone that fulfilled God's purpose for their life, they, they call for purpose will come looking for them while they are doing something. So don't just hold your hand and say, I fulfilled God's purpose for my life. Then what are you doing right now? And are you doing it very well with all your heart? How about Matthew? Matthew was a tax collector. One of the disciples. He was a tax collector. He was found at the place where he was collecting money, collecting taxes for government. How about Paul the Apostle? He was a lawyer, actively, productively at that time, doing it for the devil. He was a lawyer. He was a lawyer and he was also a tent maker. He, he, you know, he, he, has, he has a gifted hand to weave. He was a lawyer. How about Luke? Luke was a doctor, a medical doctor, and so many other examples. You know, yesterday, myself and my wife, we were, you know, we were happy to learn that one of our sisters that has been in our midst is actually a medical doctor. What are you doing that is productive? You must be engaged in something productive. And my prayer is that people for the purpose of God, we come finding you this morning in the name of Jesus. How about our Lord Jesus Christ? He was a carpenter. So who are you? What are you doing now? Our youth, our mommies and daddies. Daddies and mommies, don't, don't write yourself off. What are you doing that is good? Are you doing it very well? Whatever your heart finds to do, do it with all thy might. How do we fulfill God's purpose for our life? We must be productively engaged in life. And in the process, God will come find you. I want you to bow down with your head, wherever you may be. And this morning, if you are here this morning, you are not born again. I want you to come to Jesus. When you accept Jesus, then he begins to give meaning to your life. A life without Jesus, like we prayed earlier, for God, that God will save souls. A life without Jesus is doomed, is heading for destruction, is heading for hell, except he or she is saved before death. So you are here this morning, you are hearing me, but maybe you, are, you haven't seen me, but I can't see you. I want you to know Jesus loves you. And I want to raise up your right hand and say, Lord Jesus, I come to you this morning a sinner. Please forgive me my sin. Write my name in the book of life. Remove the desire for sin out of my heart. Plant the desire for righteousness in my heart. Fill me with your spirit and we walk before you on the perfect. Help me, Lord Jesus, to be productively engaged in life. In Jesus' name, I have prayed. Lord, I pray as many that have prayed this simple prayer. Honor their faith. Is there anyone who come to you, you will know what's cast away. This was what I call upon your name. Save your soul. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, you have two prayer points to pray. And then the second prayer, you add 
What do you want God to do for you today? You have heard people's testimony. Now, the first prayer point is to pray, is prayer of thanksgiving. And we are going to lift up our voices together or mute your devices now. You are going to say, Father, I thank you. I thank you. Give your word unto me. Give me your word unto me, Father. And I thank you for bringing your word unto me, Father. I thank you for bringing your word unto me, Father. I thank you you are doing well if you are praying if you are not doing well i want to encourage you to pray your next prayer point now you are going to pray what is your prayer point Father, empower me to be productive in life. I don't want to be busy doing nothing. The year is passing by. What are you doing? The prayer is simple. You are going to say, Father. Father. I know you can do better. Say, Father. Father. Empower me to be productive in life. Empower me to be productive in life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father does not exempt us from hard work. Father does not exempt us from working hard work. Father, empower me to be productive in life. To be productive in life. In the name of
for your word that you have brought unto us. We return the glory and the honor and the praise to you. Amen. Fulfilling your purposes for our lives demands that we are productively engaged in that which you are committed into our hand right now. Lord, I pray, let this word mix with faith in the heart of your children. Amen. Let this word produce the desired fruit that you have ordained it to produce in the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray for each one of you this morning, every hand that is stretched forth. This, your hands are blessed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Whatever you lay this hand upon, it will prosper in the name of Jesus. Amen. Are you into business? Your business will prosper in the name of Jesus. Amen. Are you in school right now in the name of Jesus? You will excel like Daniel in the name of Jesus. Amen. Are you walking right now like Elisha prosper in his world? Like David prosper in his world? Like Matthew, in the name of Jesus, I pray for you. You will prosper in your career in the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray for you, whatever venture you are in right now, whatever you are laying this hand upon, whatever thing you do daily, whether you go to work, whatever thing you do, in the name of Jesus, the Lord bless the work of your hand. Amen. Amen. I pray for you, this hand will not be sorrowful. Amen. Anchor will not be put on this hand. Amen. Hands will never go to jail. Amen. This hand will never carry dead children. Amen. In the name of Jesus, this hand will shake the king of glory. Amen. King of king himself will shake hand with you today in the name of Jesus. Amen. His hands, president, will shake this hand. Amen. Great men and women in the world will shake this hand. Amen. Anything that this hand touches is blessed. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name, I have prayed. Amen. Amen.